Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. going on everybody welcome to the wednesday edition of the nba slate starter podcast i'm eric joined with my buddy rin pack as we break down wednesday's nine game nba dfs slate i i don't really know what to say at this point uh we had just i mean this has got to be one of the most stressful dfs days that we've had of the year and we've had some stressful ones but uh the Kawhi late scratch the derrick rose at least we got that news ahead of time and could do some stuff about it uh, the Kyle Kuzma 15 minutes before lock. Have you played anything in the late slate? Good Lord. Rinpack, how'd you do? How'd you fare? I fared better. It was just one of those days where everything you had a feel for was scratch uh, during late swap. Uh, Kawhi Leonard being scratched really, really burned me tonight. So that's going to be a tough hole to recover from. That's why we're on to a m- massive 10 game slate on Wednesday. Massive 10K slate. Oh, what could possibly go wrong? Oh, wait. Everybody from Toronto uh, has issues going on right now or is in health protocols. I think there's going to be enough. Right now, they've got the at least eight. Uh, I believe so, at least. But we'll, we'll get to that point. But before we get going on to this slate, get to that bottom bar, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, and hit that notification bell so you know when this and all the other content at Osmo is going live. You're ready to start the bloodbath, my dude. Let's do it. All right. Sitting at the top end on DraftKings. Uh, over at Point Guard, we go position by position like we always do. James Harden sitting there at 11,000. Revenge narrative. This is a real thing. Uh, up against Houston. I mean, they could just blow him out of the water in three quarters. But something tells me that James Harden's going for like 9,000 points tomorrow. So I, I think I want to be a part of James Harden. Uh, 11K. I was hoping that they would just like try 12K or something, but I guess the the overtime did support uh, him getting up to 77 last time out. I believe that was the number. Oh, he got to 80 flat on, on DraftKings. That's pretty good. Uh, Luka Doncic is questionable. As if there isn't enough news on this slate already, Luka Doncic questionable is massive, uh, especially going up against OKC. That game would be so much more... I mean, it's going to be probably competitive anyway, but you take Luke off the floor and that whole game just sets up differently. So uh, obviously massive piece of news. We're going to have to wait. That one isn't until 530 out here on the West Coast, 830 on the East Coast. Damian Lillard, 10,600. Him and, and Steph Curry like to go back and forth. Steph Curry went berserk on him. I'm expecting Damian Lillard to go nuts. And LeBron James will throw him at 11,500. Uh, in this tough Phoenix matchup right now, that game just got going, so no idea, no context. But man, we have some studs up top. Can you help me out a little bit, figure out what to do? Well, yeah, on point guard, we got Harden, Luka, Lillard, LeBron, Curry. 
And uh, Trey Young also is in that range in the top tier range, and Kyrie Irving also in that range. All of those guys can go for 60 or higher fantasy points tomorrow in their respective matchups. There is uh, nothing really preventing them from getting there for us. And now by salary, I like I like I like Steph Curry's price tag quite a bit. Nine nine three point bonus. Everything lines up for him. He obviously went for a career high, I believe, against them. He threw up sixty two and had seventy five fantasy points in them uh, against them. Um, right just after the New Year kicked off on January third. I think Steph Curry makes her a fine fine option. But Harden uh, playing at his old team against Houston. I'm sure he wants to put on a show. Coming off an eighty point fantasy game. I'm sure he's going to be one of the highest owned guys, obviously very narrative driven as well. Luca being questionable is pretty important news. If he were to go, it makes for a fine play. He could find himself getting to 60 fantasy points in three quarters against OKC if he were to go. That's how good of the matchup can be for him. And Dame on the other side, I love it. 10 6. Obviously, still no CJ and no Nurk, and he can definitely uh, ride Portland against this Golden State defense as well. All those guys make for fine options over there on FanDuel. Uh, by price, it goes Luca, Dane, Curry, Trey, and then Kyrie. And John Wall, also 8,600, I think definitely needs a mention. Obviously, this Houston team felt disrespected saying, James Harden saying, we're not good enough. We just disrespecting the rest of his team when he was in Houston. So I'm sure uh, the Houston team itself has a lot of inbuilt revenge as well. Just thinking a future Hall of Famer uh, MVP player just thinks we're not good enough to be his teammate. So I like going to John Wall, also 8,600 versus Brooklyn. We know what people are doing to Brooklyn all year long and definitely a great spot to target. Him and LaMelo Ball are the same price point. Uh, LaMelo Ball uh, playing against a Minnesota team that passed up on him on the NBA draft. So that's another revenge narrative to consider as well. Uh, Him and uh, Anthony Edwards will be facing off against each other. This is a great, great point guard slate. I want to find enough value. Hopefully there's enough value in the other positions to pay up for all of these guys somehow in some way. seems like a position where we can use our utility spot on DK at the guard position as well. Agreed. It's it's going to be crazy. We have uh, Tyrese Halliburton who's out. De'Aaron Fox finally got a price hike over to 9K on DK, but he still maintains at 8K. I know it's a tough matchup uh, against the Lakers, but 8K on FanDuel, uh, something that I might uh, take some tournament shots on depending on that ownership. Uh, looks to be an all right spot there. If Toronto's going to be very depleted. Uh, they're still going to be up and down like uh, Dennis Smith uh, at 5,500 over on FanDuel. I could definitely take some shots there too. I mean, I'm saying this all knowing full well that you just got done listing off about 15 dudes that can all break a slate at any given moment. So I guess I'm just trying to go in the mid-range, give you a couple contrarian plays here. But LaMelo Ball up to 9,200 against Minnesota, I'm still going to have some if Graham's out. I mean, that's just kind of an insane thing to say. But, uh, man, and Graham is going to probably be out more than likely. God, let's go to shooting guard. But, I mean, I, I want to play everybody. How about you? Don't, There's a don't guard just, that you can ahead. spend all the way down for in the Toronto situation. It's Terrence Davids. I think he uh, should get some run. It is a second-tier coaching staff for this Toronto team. So, God knows what they're going to do with the rotation. Terrence Davis is someone who has upside if you were to get mid-20 minutes at 3,400 where trying to find some sort of value. But the opportunity cost of by playing him is all those guys I listed off. Yeah, so. and and not only that, uh, so I was going through the Toronto, I started my article a little earlier tonight. 
Jalen Harris got recalled by the G League. And so uh, we're looking at adding him to the fray. Like, they're going to have a couple extra bodies, it looks like, with the absence of Malachi Flynn, OG Ananobi, Pascal Siakam, Patrick McCaw. Those guys are already ruled out. Um, but Jalen Harris just got recalled. He can play some point guard. I had known nothing about him until about 25 minutes ago, so that was fun. Uh, probably shouldn't play a guy like that uh, at this position with this opportunity cost. But you ready to get over to shooting guard? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, we'll go over to FanDuel. So Fred Van Vliet, he's going to be out. Uh, so that's that's going to be a bummer at this position. CJ McCollum continues to be out. But you got two guys sitting up top there. James Harden, 11,200. Zach Levine sitting at 9,800 up against New Orleans. Uh, Zach Levine just basically volume-based. Like, just put up some other stats here at some point. I, I guess we've seen nine rebounds and five assists there the last time out, but it's going to be really hard to get to 9,800. Zach Levine on this slate would be the lowest of own, low owned tournament plays uh, at that position. Donovan Mitchell, 8,200 in a tough matchup against Philadelphia. Shea Gilgis Alexander, 8,200. That price tag really sticks out in a game that if Doncic is out, could be really, uh, could be a really good fantasy source. He would make a good run back with some Dallas value. Not that I'm ever actively trying to do that too often, but should a game stay intact, uh, I could imagine Shea Gilgis Alexander profiles a little bit better. And then Colin Sexton, 7,600, coming off of being 7,100 over there on FanDuel, played 44 and 41 minutes the last two games, put up 54.6. He ended up being probably my, I think he was my second or third highest owned shooting guard on the last slate. Uh, loved him. Uh, I thought him and Oladipo were going to just go at each other. Uh, Oladipo just stopped playing basketball in the second half. That was hurtful. Talk to me a little bit, a little bit about shooting guard. Yeah, it's a shooting guard. Uh, I'll, I'll start on the FanDuel side of things. Obviously, we have Harden, Levine, and then SGA. I really like SGA's price point, 8200 Uh It's price tag where he's kind of hovered all, all year long on FanDuel. I think we can definitely consider him a very nice option. Uh, I, I prefer him to the same price tag of Donovan Mitchell versus Philly. So that's uh, one position I'm definitely excited to uh, get some SGA in. Other options in Fando, um, Oladipo taking on this Brooklyn team, targeting Brooklyn, something that we can definitely do with Oladipo. Colin Sexton versus Indiana. Colin Sexton was very impressive against Houston the other night. Put up 54 and a half fantasy points after he didn't start the second half. I know that you were very tilted by that, but he put on a show. In <laughs> you might have got a half. text. You might have gotten an angry <laughs> text, but uh, he just I think he just had to like go to the bathroom and, and run right back, which was exciting. But yeah, there's that. I talk about a great bathroom break for him to come out firing in the second half. He so, really was. Whatever he did, do it again. Go ahead and not start any second halves. Definitely. And he was, well, played well against Indiana last time, put up 39 fantasy points. I think at that price on a 10-game slate, yeah, 39 fantasy points will be okay. It won't burn you, but you really are asking on a slate like this for your guys who are in the 7K and above to really find a way to 50 fantasy points. So you really give you an upside. Uh, Buddy Heald is questionable. Now he's going to take on a Lakers matchup. Came off a great game uh, just to rub it in Eric's face. Uh, put up 41 fantasy points. If he's questionable, if he doesn't play, there's no Tyrese Halliburton. There's going to be some value that opens up extra uses for potentially Deer and Fox. Another good option if the, all those guys are out. A Lakers defense just does not look as good right now. And all the way down on Fando, I think Terrence Davis, you can consider him at 3,500. You have to roster two. His teammate DeAndre, DeAndre Bembry is 3,800. He's going to get, a, I think, uh, extra minutes as well. You can really play roulette with those guys paying down as well. And then Anthony Edwards on the other side of things, the guy who's been really good the last three games out, it's gone 36, 36, and 43 uh, respective FanDuel points, I think, is a fine mid-tier option against Charlotte. Over there in DK, 
Uh, all the way on the top, we have Kyrie shooting guard eligible. I like that because we know what Kyrie has in his bag. It's against Houston. We saw what Colin Sexton just did to this Houston team. He was not afraid. I think Kyrie Irving could put up another monster performance. Obviously, he's getting all the minutes run and uh, playing really well. SGA 8,800 over there on DK. It's going to be uh, low on, in my opinion. I think a uh, price tag where people are going to shy away a little bit, trying to find the extra money, go to Kyrie or Levine or spend down to a guy like Brogdon. I think uh, Brogdon stands out at, at, at 7,900. He came off an injury. Uh, they got pretty much waxed by Philly the other night. So I think the minutes will be back to normal. And I think we can definitely consider Mal- Malcolm Brogdon at that price point. Other options. Uh, Going down the list, Oladipo, 7,900, just because we're targeting that Brooklyn matchup all year long. Nothing uh, in consideration for sure. And uh, paying all the way down, uh, Eric Bledsoe has been better of late the past two games, I believe. He's gone 39 and 29 fantasy points, 5,300, a little price bump. It's Chicago. I think uh, that matchup should not scare Eric Bledsoe whatsoever, a matchup where he's very familiar with playing in Wolock as they played Chicago about four times a year when he was there, so... He's uh, someone that can be considered as well. And uh, that really rounds it out. And that's it's a, it's a loaded slate. It's a 10-game slate. There are going to be ownerships going to be spread out. You're going to be really going to be able to find a way to really get unique in your lineup build and not to be really too afraid about ownership uh, throughout the day. I had said nine games slate at the intro. I guess that was originally I had written that before. Uh, I, I thought the Toronto game was going to get canceled. So that's my apologies on that. Still a 10-game slate. I was looking into the Toronto pieces, but uh, who knows? Who knows? Uh, and we're coming off just a stupid, stupid day of DFS. And uh, I'm looking for happier, better times ahead here. So I'm hoping nine-gamer, maybe. I, I, I don't know whether I want the Toronto value or not yet. We won't know until first run of ownership and projections and all the goodies. Uh, speaking of all the goodies, hop over to Osmo.com slash join NBA. We've got packages starting at $4.95 per week. We have the Osmo uh, get the weekly package, which is just uh, just $14.95, I believe, or $16.95. Uh, th- both fantastic options just to get your foot in the door. One of the best things, we have the Late Slate Sweat and Swap Show, uh, which is just as dirty and grungy as it sounds, but we do Late Slate projections here at Osmo.com. There's really nobody else in the industry that's putting that kind of product out. Uh, get an edge on some of these late, slate, late slates. Check out the Awesome O Show sometime. Stop on by. We're, we're sweating our lineups live, talking about what needs to get done. If there's any late swap opportunities like there was today all over the place, you better have been late swapping today or you were just toast. Uh, let it be known. Uh, but but make sure that you're checking out a couple of the products that we have over there. Stop guessing. Start winning. And and definitely check out that late, sweet, uh, late slate sweat and swap i'll get better at saying that over time uh but thursday night i'll be on it uh come kick it with spags and i uh getting to the top of small forward lebron james sitting there at ten thousand five hundred over on DraftKings. uh ben simmons 9200 up against utah he annihilated this utah team but joel Embiid was out so don't be looking too far into that uh i know that utah at least plays with a little pace but this is just not a good spot to be going to 9200 ben simmons brandon ingram up against chicago I, I'll take some shots. Why not? Guy who plays 38-plus minutes or 36 to 38 minutes every single night. Uh, somebody that can spike an upside, but we'll get to Zion later because he's just a stud. And then uh, we've got Jeremy Grant, who's already been ruled out for, for uh, Detroit, so that'll open up a lot of random value in that game as well. That whole game is just going to be a joke to figure out. Again, pray for a nine-game slate. There we go. That's my official word on it. Talk to me about the top and a small forward Ren pack. Yeah. 
I'm not necessarily praying for a nine-game set. I think there will be an edge if you can figure out correctly, obviously, that Detroit-Toronto situation. I think there will be a big edge if you figure that out. I think it's going to be nice to pinpoint different ownerships and making different pivots on certain guys, especially on that Toronto side of things. But on small forward, we got LeBron against Sacramento, 10-5 on DK. Let's ride. I He has not uh, uh, sat on a back-to-back yet. He's probably will be ruled questionable at some point overnight. We'll probably play, and I think against Sacramento, uh, hopefully Sacramento doesn't choke another game like they did against Charlotte the other night. But uh, LeBron should be in a fine, fine matchup in a fine spot to be one of the highest scoring players on the slate, if not the highest. Uh, great play on both sides, 10-5 on both sides, especially on FanDuel. We need a roster too, definitely in play. Brandon Ingram, $7,800 on FanDuel uh, against Chicago. I think uh, I'm excited to play that. I think but definitely uh, mid-40 fantasy point upside could be on the horizon for him. Norman Powell is going to get a ton of usage on this Toronto team. Barring any foul trouble, he should be playing north of, uh, at least mid-30 minutes in uh, 6,800. It's a very high Norman Powell price tag. We've probably never seen that for him. But it's in play just because of the situation we're dealt with in Toronto. Other spend-down options, there is a flurry of those guys. If you want to get bit uh, by Daniel House again, he's $4,200. Justin Holiday's $4,500. Josh Richardson is $4,600. And uh, Doug McDermott, who's missing a two, is questionable. If he were to go, he's going to be in play uh, just because we need to consider two guys on FanDuel and we need to spend down somewhere to jam in studs elsewhere. Uh, Other uh, spend down options over there in DK, I think Norman Paul, 6,700, is definitely in play. Uh, Jeremy Grant, 7,600 on the other side of things. I think we can definitely target him. We know what he can do. And other people to consider. Harrison Barnes is up to 7K. Buddy Hill is 6'4". Very uh, expensive price tags for those two guys. Uh, we haven't seen it that high, especially Harrison Barnes, 7K. But he has been pretty damn consistent of late. So he's gone north of 40 fantasy points, three straight games. So keep that in mind yet. He has earned all of that 7K price tag. Spending down, I think DeAndre Bembry will be considered. I think Josh Hart uh, will have some uh, mention as well at 4,900 versus Chicago. Playing mid-20 minutes, uh, he, he finds a way to get extra peripherals. That's why he's always going to be considered kind of a GBP play. And uh, that really rounds out the things. And anyone else really stand out to you on DK on the price tag specifically? I think uh, I'm just a guy in Gordon Hayward. If you were to go, I think we can consider him as well against Minnesota. So I'm looking at this Detroit stuff a little bit. I was going through it. And uh, Jeremy Grant is listed out right now on DraftKings. He's listed out over on FanDuel. He probably is going yeah, he's questionable he's actually questionable so uh Sadiq Bay would be the guy that I would maybe have some looks to uh, especially FanDuel over at 5100 there um that's that's a nice number to be looking at uh over on DraftKings he's 5700 not nearly as fun he's listed out there too these are strange times I think it's probably because uh they had the Tuesday game that it was scheduled for it got postponed to Wednesday so that's why it was originally listed nine now 10 game slate uh going down a little bit further here you have Bogdanovich coming off of an absolute flamethrower performance. Uh, played 32 minutes, 7 for 11 from 3. I don't see him repeating that, but if you need a punt, 5,400. Uh, again, small forward is is fine up in that mid-range. I love the Harrison Bard shout-out, by the way. With uh, Halliburton off the floor, Corey Joseph gets thrown in there, and uh, it's just going to be crazy, if, especially if Buddy Heald's going to be out. Harrison Barnes is going to play 40 minutes and just be chucking the entire time. So I, I really like that spot. 
Uh, getting down a little bit further, Cody Martin, uh, Charlotte, uh, had a fantastic game. He's up to 4K now. Not nearly as good of a punt, but 27 minutes back-to-back games. You could do worse if you're looking for somebody else to go- be going to there. But regardless of what it ends up being, like that Toronto situation, uh, you'll have Bembry at 3,700, and you'll have uh, Powell at 6,700. They're going to soak up so much ownership at that position on DraftKings. Uh, wouldn't you agree? And then we'll move on. Yeah, I completely agree with you there. Toronto's going to have some ownership and just think there's going to be a fun ownership game. It's a 10-game slate. Maybe other values that I feel like will definitely open up. With 20 teams in play, there's some things going to break for sure. All right, getting to the top end of power forward. I'm going to jump over to FanDuel for you. 9,200, Demonis Sabonis up against Cleveland. This is a spot where he could absolutely thrash. Uh, it's been playing bad of late. Uh, minutes have been down a little bit. Uh, they got ran off the floor against Philly. Uh, there's there's just so many of these spots where Demonis Sabonis is going to soak up a bunch of ownership. You're getting a discount off of that 9,900 tag that he's had for the last however long, now down to 9,200 over on FanDuel. Zion Williamson up against the Chicago front court. My God, this guy on a permanent basis for the last month has just been out of his mind. Uh, 33, 34, and 37 minutes, 42.5, 46.3, and 53.6 his last three. A guy that I'm definitely going to have some interest in. Uh, went in and, and bulldozed in a great year in a tougher Utah matchup. Uh, I thought New Orleans had that handily. They were up 14 inside of two minutes. Almost pulled a, a, Sacramento's, a Sacramento Kings with how much they were going to choke that one away. But Zion Williamson, 8,900 up against Chicago. I'll have some interest. And then your boy, Kristaps Porzingis. If you get Luka Doncic off the floor, I would say he's by far your leading candidate to uh, be the, uh, the highest-owned power forward there uh, at the position, along with Chris Boucher. Uh, talk to me about power forward. Yeah, so power forward, obviously Porzingis, if no Luka, definitely in play. He's, not, he's in play without uh, with Luka in as well. I like that price like, quite a bit. Porzingis is getting just conditioning back. I think there was times last year where we saw uh, Porzingis in the mid-nights. Uh, so he's someone who's uh, going to, I think, get going a little bit. Dallas needs him. Dallas is slowly putting things together. I think they've won the last, let's say, five of six games or, yeah, or six or seven games. So they're definitely coming yep. back together as they got uh, put the health and safety protocols behind them and have pretty much had the whole band back together. Zion Williamson has been sensational. I, I, I've been saying I've been riding the Zion wave pretty much for the last uh, 10 days or so. So it's been fun to ride it. He's been paying off that price tag consistently, shooting efficiently, uh, getting rebounds, and now he's uh, finding a way to get some stocks in the mix as well, which is really exciting to see Zion 9-1 against Chicago. Uh, definitely in play. I definitely like that quite a bit. And other guys, Sabonis, 9-7 versus Cleveland, I think uh, has come down to earth, obviously, the last couple of games. I think it's a good spot to go back to, depending on his ownership for sure. And uh, with ba- uh, with Whiteside and uh, the out still, I think Marvin Bagley uh, might have gotten the trust of Luke Walton. Uh, only 35 minutes last time. Uh, and he was looked good. Uh, he was shooting the ball from three. Uh, it looked good out there. So I... Uh, I have some interest in Marvin Bagley, as sick as that sounds. If he's going to get 35 minutes, I know it's a Lakers matchup, but their defense is still not have been not, has not been as good. Over there in Fiendo, man, uh, Porzingis, Boucher, both both stand out to me. Marvin Bagley, 6,200. Wow. Uh, Darius Basley, 5,400, also needs to be considered. And hang out for guys like Zion and Sabonis, definitely in play. But Boucher, it's going to be tough to pass up on 6,600. I know it was disappointing the last couple uh, last time out versus Houston. 
where he uh, got to start at, was that Miami where he got to start? Well, the last two games, he has impressed him over 30 points. He's due. The Detroit matchup that really doesn't scare me. I like Boucher quite a bit right now. Spending down on power forward, uh, I think Maxi Kleba's price tag has gone up to 4,300. He was great last time out, put up 36, uh, north of 36 fantasy points. I think that's a price tag. Still acceptable, but obviously not in the threes where we saw it last time. But he's a spend down option as well. That kind of stands out to me. And Jared Vanderbilt, 4 4. Uh, it's been weird what Chris Finch is doing with the minutes. He played uh, 23 the last time, and then they got waxed against Phoenix and played only 15. Maybe it's a spot where he goes north of 20 minutes again versus Charlotte. We, we shall see. I don't, feel any, I don't feel any sort of confidence, but it's a play where if you were trying to save some salary, he could be considered. Yep. And uh, did we discuss Marvin Bagley in any way, shape, or form? We played 34 minutes up against Charlotte, 45.5. Love that. Sorry, I was taking a look at these other guys sitting a little bit lower. There's nothing underneath that 4K that I'd really want to be going to. I mean, if Kuzma were to sit out again, uh, you could maybe go to Markeith Morris, who uh, put up 28.6 last time out. Now he's uh, he didn't end up being popular here tonight, uh, nor did he really expect to be uh, coming with that late Kuzma news, but ended up getting to a little bit, especially over on DraftKings where he was 3,400. You're looking at 4K over on FanDuel. You could do worse than a punt there as well. Um, But really kind of that mid-range is where you're kind of living out with it between uh, on FanDuel, uh, Covington, who who just had a nuclear game. I'm not going to chase that necessarily, but Chris Boucher, 6,600. Uh, Chris Dobbs, Porzingis, 7,800. They're just going to eat up so much of the ownership at that position for me. Uh, guess last, last two guys, I guess I'll bring up. If Cody Zeller doesn't go, are we going back to the P.J. Washington Miles Bridge as well after the, uh, I don't know, 65 followed by 8 uh, by P.J. Washington? Yeah. Uh, well, P.J. Washington obviously uh, disappointed us. Uh, obviously a great late uh, swap pivot as some people who pulled off was going to Covington in that situation. A lot of sharp people ended up doing that. So it was a uh, ownership game at that point, but uh, it's a time to go back. It's a weird, uh, there's such a big slate now, 5,800. There's no Zeller. I'll have some interest against Minnesota because it's Minnesota and he burned everyone last time and we just go right back to him where he just burned everyone. It's just a few, it's a pure recency bias game over there. I'll go to the Charlotte guys. Speaking of Minnesota, let's get to my favorite tournament play on the slate over on FanDuel. So we got the top end, Joel Embiid, 10,400 up against this Utah team. Uh, Nikola Vucevic, 9,900 up against Atlanta. I expect both of them to be moderately owned. Uh, this Joel Embiid thing with Phil, uh, with Doc Rivers, I can't even talk about it. It makes me so upset. Uh, very questionable, followed by, of course, he's ruled in. What a, what a classy dude. But anywho, we got a 9,700 Carl Anthony Towns. If, Carl, if Cody Zeller doesn't play... They're going to put Bismack Biombo out there on Carl Anthony Towns for 33 minutes? I think not. P.J. Washington, good luck with Towns. Uh, 9,700 Carl Anthony Towns, I think, will have a lot of my center exposure. Uh, do you agree? And talk to me about the rest of center. Yeah, give me Big Cat. Uh, big fan of Cat in this matchup. I've been trying to ride Cat since he's come back. He had uh, one game where he went north of 60. Then he had a, the, I was really high on him against Chicago and Washington. Washington, they get blown out. Uh, I just I just want Minnesota to play a damn competitive game so we can get mid thirty minutes of cats. If he, cats can get mid thirty five minutes, see, you're gonna. It's asking for a win. lot, Rimpack. It's asking for a lot. Trust me, I know. Yeah, it's Minnesota is trash, and like they have a uh, top three protected pick, and maybe they're just tanking for Kate Cunningham at this point. 
we shall see. Or Jalen Green, one of these uh, studs that are uh, Jalen Green's in the G League. But we're going to take the wrong with... one no matter what. It doesn't really matter. Anthony Edwards as opposed to Lamelo Ball because of D'Angelo Russell. I I can't even keep going. Tortured <laughs> uh, Minnesota T Wolves fan. Uh, I feel for you. But Cat 10K on BK in play. Center's loaded positions, a 10-game slate. You know uh, there are so many options that we can pinpoint. Cat, Embiid, Vooch. Capella is going to be in play because of ownership, and he's play- he's going to be needed against Vucevic. I'll-, I'll have to see what they did against Miami. For Miami to only score 80 points today, did Nate McMillan just change up the whole defensive scheme to make a team score only 80 points in 2021? That's really impressive, regardless of them not having Jimmy Butler. Uh, Jared Allen versus Indiana. I think uh, we should uh, keep in mind that just because he's playing a ton of minutes, uh, JaVale McGee came in there, played uh, played really well against Houston. That's why you got some extended run, I believe. So I, I think Jared Allen should be uh, projecting at least in the low 30 minutes and definitely has a huge block upside over there in Pando. Enos Kanter versus Golden State. Uh, the Golden State front court does not scare me. He put up 42 fantasy points in 24 minutes the other, uh, in January. So Definitely someone we can consider uh, at $6,300 as well. And over there on DraftKings, uh, spending down to Boucher makes some sense. $6,400 is someone I think uh, can put up a massive, massive ceiling if given the minutes, and they're going to need his body for sure. And I think uh, Boucher at that price tag definitely stands out to me. Other guys at their price, I think it's now. Uh, I've. I think I've wore out the Justin Patton uh, train. He played 32 minutes last time. I was content with that performance. Now against Brooklyn, the opportunity cost is high at the center position. Uh, we shall see what that ownership projections come in at uh, for him. But something that uh, we should uh, keep mindful at. Uh, there's just owner uh, opportunity costs with guys like Cat, Vooch, Porzingis. So many guys who have center eligibility and DK that can really put up a Stealing to hurt you to go to a guy like Patton who might struggle. Uh, and uh, um, I get played off the court if Brooke, uh, if Kyrie and James Harden put him in isolation throughout the game. Not only that, but DeAndre Jordan, 5,700. How about we go to the other side of that game? Uh, I, I have some interest there. Uh, he's from Houston. Not uh, Is it a friends and family matchup if your friends and family can't go to the game? That's probably I think, not I think Houston. I'll, I think Houston has like a real fans that enter the game. Oh, okay. Well, then I'm going to want some DeAndre. That that decided it for me. I'm going to have some DeAndre Jordan in my life. Uh, last guy I'll bring up, Montrez Harrell. I was just trying to find out how he's doing tonight. Answer, not well. So that's unfun. Uh, and so uh, you'll you'll get him at some reduced ownership for his situation. But Marcus Gasol, if he continues to be out, uh, Markeith Morris is ended up starting. Uh, you've got Damian Jones, who I don't think they're going to be playing here tonight but we'll we'll take a look at the box score as we get going i just saw it's late in the second quarter and uh montrose harrell has like six so that's unfun uh hoping he gets it going here in the second half anything else you want to do to close this out my dude yeah it's a massive 10 game slate i will be on the strategy show tomorrow morning so you can catch me and josh engelman breaking down this 10 game slate and uh, i believe it'll be a game a game by game lots and lots of players to talk about eric will be on the deeper dive uh, making his deeper dive debut with Adam Ship, my money share. So it should be a fun, exciting uh, final Wednesday before the All-Star break. 
Slate Starter Podcast just splattering themselves all over Osimo. Guys, we'll catch you here on Thursday for the last day. For uh, for five days, we'll have a, a nice little All-Star break. But uh, I will also be hosting a show on Sunday for the All-Star break. Uh, checking that out. Uh, I think that's going to be firing up. I don't know if I'll be analyst or hosting. I'm going to be doing one of the two things. We're going to find out. Uh, do you know I what actually, I'm going to be doing? I, believe, I think we will be both doing that show together on Sunday. Uh, for the All Star Game, I'm so. learning this news live. I'm so much happier than uh, my lineup. My lineups are garbage. I just looked at it, so I'm sad. But now I'm very happy. So uh, NBA All Star Edge. Uh, there's play tight ends in the uh, in the Pro Bowl in baseball. Play guys who aren't starting. If you want to check out the goods for the NBA All Star Game, we'll have them. Just uh, stay tuned because every All Star Game has a massive edge and are fun to play. Uh, anything else you want to say? No, we will catch you tomorrow night. And good luck, everyone, on this massive 10-game slate. There are some massive tournaments out there. Hopefully, you, one of you guys can find yourself on, on top of one of them. Now we're going to end the show. Guys, we'll see you back here on Thursday.